0: What is up, friends? This is Ashley with Daily Encouragement. How the heck are you guys? Okay, by the time y'all hear this episode, it will be March 19th. Oh my gosh. Episode number 36 in the live coaching series. Oh man, this has been a lot of fun for me, you guys. I hope you guys are getting a lot of value out of it. The purpose of me doing the live coaching series is to help you have a sense of identity that's not based upon a title, performance, or other people's opinions. That your identity... Be based upon your character and your values that are stored within your heart, where the Holy Spirit lives. Okay, and once you get that established, then you can start to deal with the other issues in your life where you feel like you're stuck, right? And so, you because once you know your identity, you're not going to be afraid to go through any type of process to get what you want to get, right? If you have problems in your life, you're gonna you'll you'll have the the gumption and and the willingness to solve them because you know who you are. Your identity isn't on the line as far as how you do something, right? Again, you're not a victim to your performance, other people's opinions, or your circumstances, right? So once you know who you are as far as character and values within your own heart, that's going to free you up, you guys. Oh my gosh. The possibilities are going to be endless. I'm going to tell you right now, just me unlocking this in my own life has really birthed my purpose. I'm telling you, Just, just do it. If you don't know what your purpose is, if you're just super frustrated in your life, please walk, ask the Lord to give you the grace to walk yourself through this process of establishing your identity. Because once you do that, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I have like all these things I want to do now, Lord, like where do these desires come from? And, you know, and you're going to ask God questions. You're going to ask him, Lord, what, what have you put me here for? What's my purpose? As I've shared with you guys before, you want to know what your purpose is? Very, very simple this will serve the entire body of christ it is to know the shame hole that god pulled you out of and then to be able to articulate that and communicate that to the people behind you that are maybe stuck in the hole or about to go in the shame hole whatever you'll be able to recognize it if you've been in and out of it so you are going to be a source of grace to other people and it's going to be amazing so this area of my life you guys where i was a slave my performance, my circumstances, and other people's opinions. Remember I told you guys that my biggest burden was worrying about whatever people think. My identity wasn't what they thought. It wasn't in what I thought and knew about myself. And then once God brought me through this process, once I started asking questions, boom. And I'm like, Lord, oh my gosh. I didn't even know that there was a way to live so securely from the inside out. And you guys, if you're a Christian, you have absolutely no excuse not to live free. What in the world? Are you doing with God's grace in your life if it is not making an impact on you guys? So that is the heart of sharing this podcast. I hope you guys are getting some value out of it today. I'm going to finish the conversation I've been having about basically my own current struggle that I've had. Look, I got to be real with y'all. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to just sit here and act like, oh, Ashley's got all her crap together and she doesn't worry about anything. and da, 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 da. You guys, that is, oh my God. Oh my God. That is such a lie. Okay. I do worry about things and I've been sharing with you guys the biggest burden that I've had on me is worrying about money, okay? And I'm like, Lord, I gotta change my relationship with money. I put way too much value on it. So much in a sense to where it robs my peace, right? I don't want, look, I wanna have more money in my life. Is there anybody out there that can feel me? Like, please stand up, okay? Let me know, seriously. Let's be honest with each other, okay? God even says the wages of humility is wages, honor, and life, okay? So we know by reading God's word, that there's going to be certain good results that are going to happen in your life just because you are with him, right? And here's the cool thing. You ain't got to worry about your motives and all that because God will already expose it anyway. And then you might condemn yourself and then you have to realize, wow, I really need to get out from that condemnation. Wow, Lord, I really need some liberty. As you engage with God's word, he's going to work everything out. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about your motives and intentions. Just acknowledge them. And then if you realize that you've got condemnation and shame acknowledge it acknowledge you need god's grace right so anyway you guys there's always going to be an area of your life where you feel like you need liberation okay and i want to be liberated financially and i i don't want my well-being to be dependent on okay you have money ashley maybe money's a little bit tighter this month now i've shared with you guys look i have everything i need okay but i really like to be able to have experiences with my kids and opportunities. Like I said, I want to be able to buy things for them and not have to wait kind of the two week paycheck to paycheck type of thing. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, Lord, help me through this process. You say, I don't have to worry. You tell me all these things I'm struggling. And so now I'm asking God, Lord, redeem me from this. Help me to have a mindset where I'm actually financially free, like emotionally, right? There's no emotional attachment to money or anything. Um, I don't, you know, money is used in the way that you intend to use it for, which is obviously take care of business, pay your bills, take care of your responsibilities, you know? Um, so I'm like, Lord, redeem me from that financial worry. So if you are someone on this podcast that worries about money, you are not alone. I promise. And I'm asking God to help me get out from underneath of that, you know? And so, and I promise you guys, as I get more and more understanding of these things, I'm going to share it with you that I want to make an impact. I want people to experience the freedom that God promises that he says when, you know, if the truth will set you free. I'm like, okay, Lord, we got to see this truth set people free, but it's got to start within me first. It's got to start within you. You cannot give what you don't have. So I'm trying to give you guys the things that the Lord's brought into my life and he wait. I've been honest. Yes. I've been struggling with finances and worrying about it and but I'm to a place now where I'm like, Lord, I want to be free from that. And so what's giving me the confidence that he'll free me from it is because I know where I was before. Remember, I told you guys, I, I was like a Christian with a plastic bag over my head, suffocating. I knew that I was struggling in my relationship, worrying about those things. I'm like, God, you redeem me from that. If you did that for me, you can do it in this area. Right. And it's not, isn't that faith is faith, not your ability to expect a good outcome in the Lord. Why can you expect a good outcome from God? Because he's good and he's all knowing, right? Faith is just your expectations. As we talked before, we got to learn to manage our expectations according to the reality in our life, in the context of your life. That's why you can't be afraid to face yourself, you guys. If you're afraid to face yourself, that is exactly why you are not getting the things you want to get in life, or you're not seeing God for who he really is, because you're not, you're afraid to acknowledge the barriers that are between you and him. Why? Why? Like, I, I don't get that. I get it and I don't get it. Right. I mean, I got it because you read God's word and there's this natural process where you read it and you're like kind of afraid and you're like, oh, I don't really know what's going to happen here. But then there's the other side. But then it's like, wait a second. But while I was still a sinner, he died for me. Right. So there's that part that draws me in. Right. And in, in, in relationship to who he is. You know, what? that's the thing I love about God. I love the fact that he's consistent. I know what to expect. All right. I, you know, have y'all ever, have y'all ever been in a relationship with somebody where it was like, you didn't know where it was going, you know, um, you didn't know who they really were or you thought they knew. And then they kind of flipped a script on you a little bit. And so it left you feeling kind of like, whoa, I'm really off. I really don't know who this person is. That's the cool thing about God. He doesn't change. He's going to be, be consistent and who he is. Right. And so you can have that foundation, but then you can also have that intimate side with God where he's like, don't be intimidated by that don't be afraid. If you're going to fear me, be in awe of me that even though, you know, in, in my presence, you could die that I want to redeem you and I love you. And like, let's have a relationship. Come and talk to me. (laughs) Any of my um, old school Jodice fans out there. Anyway. So, um, all right, you guys, let's jump into this thing. So yesterday I was sharing with you guys you know, about my life and my struggle and asking questions. I've been sharing the questions with you guys. I hope you guys are writing these things down, establishing the truth, realizing that a lot of the struggles I've been having about finances were really rooted in, uh, past accusations from people or like stressors. And it, okay, how can I say this? Pay attention to how you respond in different situations. Okay. Okay. For me, if I'm sitting around people who are talking about stay-at-home moms and how they need to do this or that, I had a tendency, because this is like my old ways, uh, but I I, I realize I still do that to this day, (laughs) Um, I would internalize their opinions and their perspectives like, I would take way too much in. Like, I was not separating myself. Like, no, Ashley, you're a separate individual than who this, who they're talking about or whatever. Or even if they could be talking about you, you obviously have different values than this person, right? So learning how to uh, distinguish yourself between you and another person, right? And not just taking everything in, you know, again, worrying about what people think about you. I swear, I'm going to be wrestling with this the rest of my life. That's probably going to be the, that's the thorn in my flesh, man, straight up. It's not going to go away. I'm just going to learn how to manage it better by the grace of God. And I'm going to get stronger. You know what I mean? And you guys will too. It's just a process. Okay. So realizing that certain threads to this current struggle was really just rooted in realizing that I was still operating from some of the old paradigms. All right. Uh, you know, let internalizing other people's opinions of me way too much. Um, when, uh, people would, um, talk to me when they were living with me in the past and say, Oh, well, why don't you have a job? Like for real, hold the phone. Hold. If you ever have anybody living with you and you are helping them and they're talking to you that disrespectfully, you better Freaking sit down and have a court date. Like for real, like, you got to address that? Oh my God. That will put so much division in your home. So much stress, so much chaos. You cannot have that. Okay. If you've got that, those type of people living in your home, they're that entitled that needs to be addressed. That's an issue right? It's like, wait a second. You're living at my house. I'm helping you get on your feet. You're not responsible for how my life is going because my life is actually sustaining your life at this point. And I don't even have a job, right? I was at home taking care of my children, doing the thing that me and my husband had decided on. I was going to be the primary influence. And I had these people coming into my house telling me, well, you don't have a job to justify why they didn't need to work as if we were responsible for taking care of them. It's like, Oh my gosh. Anyway, you guys, I digress. So I was just realizing that a lot of these things that I was struggling with, it was going back to, wow, Ashley, do you, do you find worth in what you're doing in your life right now? Right. Raising your children, being the primary influence in their life. Um, knowing, knowing that I am happy with that decision. Like I have a lot of freedom and I'm super grateful and I have a lot of peace about it, but I still had those old threads of building my identity on what others thought about me, right? So again, God's just revealing these threads here that just have to get ripped out. Like, no, Ashley, remember, you're not you're not operating like that anymore, right? You're you're different. You're living from the inside out. You're living by your values and character, in the context of your life and relationship to your kids and what you're doing, right? And so. Um, you know, and establishing the truth and all that good stuff. guys. we talked about that on the other podcast, you know, what is the truth of the situation? Am I compromising my family right now by me not making money? No, absolutely not. We have everything we need. Okay. So anything else that I would get from beyond here would just, you know, allow me to have more opportunities to do things with my kids, right? Um, More resources, homeschooling, like I said, things that we need. So All it's going to do is just add more value to my family in that type of way. And that's, that's what I do want to do, but I have to be patient in the process anyway. So, um, I don't want to talk too much about that. I don't want to, I want to jump into this new thing. So yesterday at the end of the podcast, there was this question that kind of came to my mind and I'm going to walk you guys through kind of how I came to that, but it was basically, you know, how, how do I know that my perception is true for the sake of my progress Right. How do you know your perception is truth? And it's like, oh, man, that's kind of a that's a good question. Lord, how do I know my perception is truth? So I want to walk you guys through that, you know, to how I came to the conclusion. I'm going to share with you guys the the thought that came after that. That was like, wow. OK, Lord, I could see that. So anyway, as I've been really transparent on the podcast, you know, um, OK, let's back up. Life coaching. You realize where you're at. And where you want to go. You have a goal in mind. You better have some goals in your life. You better have something you want to accomplish, what you want to do, whatever. Figure that out. What area of your life are you struggling in the most and what would you rather have instead of that? Okay, let's just say that overall. Like I said, uh, doing this on the podcast is a little bit different. I don't know people's individual struggles, so I'm just kind of throwing things out there more general. Hopefully you will insert here and begin to walk yourself through this. So you have your area of your life that you're struggling in. You're acknowledging that struggle, and then you're also acknowledging where you want to be, what you want to do, what you want to accomplish, how you want to feel, right? The peace you want to have, the joy, the freedom, the security, whatever, okay? Insert here. Well, as you realize, you know, like for me, um, I can feel stressed and shortchanged sometimes, you know, about my situation, you know, financially. Um, and But I want to feel... I want to feel secure within myself regardless of how I perceive my financial situation okay I want to have peace that God knows my life and I can let his will be done on earth as it is in heaven I want to know um, that uh I that okay hold on you guys I'm reading my notes from you so if I sound a little jumbled I apologize so I want what I know to be true in the context of my relationship with God to be my foundation and not what others perceive, read, or experience with God. Do you guys understand that? We all have our own revelations and our own relationship with the Lord. I hope I hope you do. I hope you're pursuing that. Like, I hope you are, right? Uh, don't be the one that's working for Him, but then doesn't know Him, okay? So, you're going to have these these revelations that are going to be true in the context of your life, that are going to give you peace and encouragement, but then you're going to go out into the world, and then people are going to judge you, and the enemy's going to try to use what people see here and read and try to prove what you're saying is wrong. Right? Is that not what he was doing with Jesus when he was in the wilderness? If you are the son of God, if you are the son of God, try to use the circumstances. Oh, if you were the son of God, you know, you wouldn't be starving. If you were the son of God, you would be rolling and doing these things. If you were the son of God, he knew who he was. This is why it's important that y'all know who you are. Jesus went through this all the time with the Pharisees. It said he knew where he was from and he knew where he was going. Do you know yourself in this type of way? you better know it. Because if you don't, someone else is going to try to define that for you. And you're going to put a a bag over your head, a box over your life. And you're going to wonder why you have no joy, no peace. You're not growing and feel like you're almost dying. Been there, done that you guys, I lived in the box, cardboard box with a bag over my head as a Christian and called that obedience and submission and dying to myself. I was literally dying. Okay. I'm being serious. So, but you know, I want to be more secure, right? I want to walk continue to walk in my revelations that the lord has brought into my life okay and not let my well-being be dependent on the outside okay i don't want someone else's experience that was true for them to be the foundation of my life everybody has their own life and own context i remember listening to to people in the past and you know they would say well god's not like that god's like this and i'm like well okay so that would sort of start to discourage me like if i'm expecting or i'm hoping something from the lord and i'm praying about some stuff And they would say certain things I would get discouraged and one day I man I was I was wrestling with this with the Lord I was like Lord what the heck and I was like you know what Ashley you need to just take me at my word I'm the I'm the judge okay you so you believe me for whatever you want you see me however you want to see me and then I'll, I'll I'll refine you if need be and I was like oh okay cool so I don't have to worry about living out your word however people say I need to Basically, I can believe you with all my heart in however way I want to interpret that. And then if I'm out of line with it, God will correct me. Oh, hallelujah. That is freedom, you guys. Did you know that God will correct you if you go out of line? If that's why it says, the Lord is my shepherd. I feel no, I will fear no evil. His rod and staff come for me. Now, here's the other thing. The rod and staff is not... It's for you, and it's also for the things you can't see. Right? Do you guys get what I mean? Even in darkness, right? Your, darkness is also not just physical darkness, but things you're unaware of that you can't see okay god will beat back those things as well he'll protect you right god will protect you so anyway be i wanted to be confident that you know what lord i could believe you for whatever i want to believe you for i'm gonna stop taking everyone else's digested over processed thrown up experiences of you and acting as if it's true right and so you know um, so think about it, you guys, you know, I so I was asking more questions. What does the word say about God? Right? So ask yourself, what is, the, who does God say? He is read the Bible. That's why we read it. We're trying to learn his character. Okay. Um, oh, and that's the other thing in the context of my, my current struggle, right? With money. Uh, what does, the, what does the church say about finances and God? Oh, don't get me started. I wonder why the church isn't blessed as much as they could be just because of what they think about prosperity and God, right? Isn't it funny? How, oh, you know, we talk about, you know, the Lord says certain things about humility and certain states of being and the results that come from that. Again, let's talk about, you know, Hebrews or uh, what is it? Proverbs. Humility is the fear of the Lord. Its wages are riches, honor, and life. That's what he says. Oh, whoa! if that's your only motive, that's on you at the end of the day, right? You have to let people live out their own motives. Trust me, God will refine them. That's the beauty. That is salvation working. That is working your salvation out with fear and trembling. You're not going to do God's word perfectly. And that's the thing. You're supposed to realize where you need his grace and his love. And the intimacy part comes in, right? You've got the structure, but then you've got the relational aspect, right? You've got the, You've got the the skeleton, but then you've got the organs and the softness of it, right? It's not all just hard. Right? There's flow. There's blood. There's flow, right? There's softness. There's there's those things that happen in our relationship with the Lord, you know? So stop freaking worrying about what everybody else is doing. Then they're done that, I was like, "You know what, Lord? I'm afraid if you bless me financially, people are going to be like, "Oh, yeah, she's just doing it for prosperity." So freaking what? Let People talk. How they're going to talk about me or talk about you. Why are we so afraid to be blessed? Oh, it's real easy to live as a slave. Been there, done that. Right? But come on. Even the Israelites were supposed to go to the promised land. You know? It's only a season that certain things happen. But it's real funny how we in the church sit there and, and say all these things. And I'm like, you guys, whatever. you are That's so discouraging. Anyway. So... You know, what does the world say about the church and and finances and God? They got all kinds of things to say, right? And I realized that some of the things that I was afraid to ask God for was just because I was afraid of judgment from the church and from other people. So here I am holding myself back from a God. Who's all knowing, knowing that I want to ask him for certain things. Lord, I want to ask you to bless me, Lord. I want to ask you to prosper my life so I can do more in my life cuz you can't do much if you're broke right what can you really do right you i mean come on you guys just we don't have just think about it you already know the answer to this question it's rhetorical okay i'm like lord i need more resources but i found myself not asking god for more resources because i'm i'm afraid and i was afraid and i'm 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 asking as i said i'm trying to share this process of financial freedom with you guys so i can share it with you and you guys can get free too but i was more worried about what other people thought about me again Hmm. Common theme, Ashley, right? So it's like, you know what? You need to get to a point to where you are so secure in your relationship with the Lord that you're just going to ask him for whatever. Right. And this, Oh, this Lord, this is so good. Thank you, God. This reminds me of a really great scripture. I want to share this with you guys really quick because I was reading this this morning. And I think this is going to be super important as we go on this journey of, of progress, of transformation, transition, going from glory to glory. And growing in freedom and growing in God's grace and growing in your purpose and all these things that we're looking forward to. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know about y'all, but I'm like, Lord, I gotta use what I'm using what you say that I have, your grace. It's it's gotta do something in this life. It has to, right? My shame is for your glory, right? I don't have to be ashamed of anything because God's grace covers it. Anyway, so as you go through this journey, realizing where you're at, where you want to be. You are going to have to have a certain type of confidence in your relationship with God. And I was listening to something this morning. This guy shared this word. It was so good. And I want to share it with you guys. It was really encouraging. It was in 1 John 5, verse 14. It says, this is the confidence we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we've asked of him. And I just love that, you guys. This is so great. This is the confidence we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Number one, do you believe that God that you are praying to is hearing you? And I was like, wow, Lord, I know you hear me, but I know you've challenged with me this like five, six years ago when I was praying about a really big thing that was happening in my life. And the Lord knew I was really scared to make the decision. He knew I was really insecure. He knew I was a people pleaser. He knew I was struggling and I said, Lord, I need some grace. So if you could just do this thing for me, then I'll know. So then he does the thing, but he doesn't do it in the way that I completely expect, but enough for me to make a decision that I would know. I don't know how to word it without kind of getting into it, you guys. And, um, so then I knew in my heart, like, okay, Lord, it's time to go, right? I've been praying for this. It's it's, it's time to go. This chapter's closing. Well, I had people on the outside saying stuff to me. Oh, well, Ashley, you know, and especially, you know, old friends of mine that I looked up to and, you know, basically their word was my God instead of the word inside of me that God had inspired. And one day it was just like, boom. I, I just, I was sitting here and I was wrestling. I said, Lord, I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. He's like, Ashley, are you talking to the air? And I was like, oh, dang, no, I'm not talking to the air, Lord. It's like, okay then start living like you know you're talking to me and that I'm answering you and I'm showing up in your life and I was like, "Dang. Fine. You know what, Lord, you're right about that. Like I need to be confident. I'm I, it's like, Lord, I am sitting here. I Lord, I sit here and I pour my heart out to you every single day. I read your word. I'm engaging with you. I'm trying to know you. I'm trying to, you know, live this thing out. And uh yeah, okay then. So I finally for the first time in my life spiritually said, "You know what? I got to make a decision. I'm following God just as much as you are. Right? I wasn't going to judge, judge the people that were telling me to go otherwise, but it was like, look, you have your relationship and I have mine. At some point I have to make my own decisions. It's like a teenager moving out of the house, mom and dad, I love you. I know you want what's best for me, but I've got to make my own choices, right? I had to, I had to learn to be confident that I could make my own choices in the Lord. Right? And so he challenged me. So you guys, do you believe God's hearing you? I want you to ask yourself that today. Is God hearing you? Okay. And dang it. I was, I I thought we were going to get into this today, but I don't think we're going to about the whole thing with how do I know my perception is true. It's going to lead up to it. You guys, I promise. Um, we'll see how far I can get. I've only got five minutes left. So, you know, number one, if you're, when you're talking to God about the transformation thing, you better know that he's hearing you. Well, well, how do I know it's according to his will? Are you engaging with the word? Like I said, read it, take him at his word. And if you're experiencing all these emotions, shame, condemnation, stress, bring that, let Him work that out of you. That is his will. His will is that you would be intimate with him. It's very simple that you would trust him, that you would come come underneath his leadership, that you'd be the Lord of your life. So when you read his word and you see, oh, because I used to worry about that all the time. Oh, is this God's will? Is this God's will? It's God's will that you know him. It's very, very simple. So if you're reading his word and you're realizing within yourself where you're falling short and you're condemned and all this kind of stuff, hallelujah. That means you have a space for, some space for grace in your heart now. And that's what you need from him. So open yourself up to what you need. That's what you got to learn. I learn. I need to learn to feel what I need. And I need to get what I need from him. And what do we need from God? We need love and we need grace and we need truth. His word is truth. Truth is reality. We're going to get, I think that leads right up to this. Bam. So, all right. Um, back to the situation, right? So truth context of my life, looking at my life, my finances, what's going on with my life. You know, again, establishing the truth again, what is truth? Truth always has a context. Truth is only relevant to my life. Truth is reality. So what is the reality of your life, you guys? And like I said, we're going to get into this thing with how do you know that your perception is true, but it's going to be a process. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a little bit more to you guys, but if we don't get into it, I promise I will finish it with you guys on Monday because this is really, really important. This is sort of a revelation I had yesterday and I want to share it with you guys because it's relevant. All right. So what reality, what I need to accept That I perceive isn't reality simply because of my perception. Does that make sense? I'm going to read this one more time. What reality, so what truth, what I need to accept that I perceive isn't reality simply because of my perception. God's word is true. Sometimes you aren't accepting it because the way you're perceiving it. So how are you? So Lord, how am I not perceiving this correctly? How am I interpreting this? That's not leading me to, to trusting you more. Like what the heck is up with with, with me, right? Your perception is not reality, you guys. That's why we gotta have a more solid foundation. How would you know your perception isn't true? Here we go. How would you know your perception isn't true? That's what I was thinking, you guys. Because you don't want it tested. You don't want your perception tested. So how do you know your perception is true? You will let your truth be tested. I was like, oh my God. And then it brought to my mind, what did Jesus say? The winds beat against the house, but it did not fall, right? So how willing are you to change or let your perception be tested? The closer your perception is to the truth, the more willing you are to let it be tested. How would you know your perception is truth? By your willingness to let it be tested. If you're not willing to have your truth tested, who or what is your security in? Right? Truth brings security. If your unwillingness is, okay, is your unwillingness revealing your own insecurities? If you're not letting your truth be tested, could God be using that to show your insecurities? And if you're insecure, what does that mean? You need his grace. Is your security in in a, a paradigm instead of character. Paradigms are just ways of looking at things. Okay. And you got to be able to let those things be tested. So you guys, oh my gosh, it's already 29 minutes. I better get off this podcast. I'm going to jump back into this with you guys on Monday. We're going to continue to talk about how do you know your perception is true. I love you guys. Check out food for thought Friday on Facebook live at seven thirty. Love you guys. I will talk to you later.